Thanks for tuning in to your day off podcast, hosted by your boys, Corey and Tony. I think by the end of today, I might have another best friend. They're committed to making you fall in love with the hair industry, one podcast at a time. Uh, you're going to grab a lot of information. Yeah, you're going to learn a lot. Presented by Hair Industry. Ladies and gentlemen, this is it. Your day off podcast will begin after a word from our sponsors. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I'm sitting with my best friend, Tony. What's up, buddy? What's happening, brother? Dude, I'm so excited that we're back at a live show. A big, big shout out to Premier Orlando for once again bringing us in and, and, and allowing us access to their uh, pretty awesome media room. Dude, yeah, it, it's so good to see all the stylists back. Everybody's happy. Everybody is mm-hmm. just so excited to not only just to be here, but to be with each other. It's amazing. Like We've been like walking around on the floor and like... From, like, the show that was, like, you know, a couple years ago, pre that thing we never talk about, a couple years ago to the show now, and, like, the energy is so much different. I think, like, because the shows have been gone for, like, two or three years, like, there's a different energy on the floor today. Like, like people are excited to be here. People are excited to learn. And according to the vendors, people are ready to spend, too. So I'm really happy for the vendors. I'm really happy for Premiere and, and, and just for our whole community because when you're excited, we're all excited, right? A hundred percent, brother. And, you know, it... What we love is that we get to dig deeper with our friends, and we get to make new friends. We get to meet new friends, and today we have a new friend. We, um, we, what's really cool when we do these kind of things is, is during the weekend, we always like to pick up somebody, you know, while we're here. Um, and most of the time, there's somebody that we know that I guess gives us charity time or something. But um, today, uh, today we have, we're, we're meeting a new friend, and um, we kind of picked him up, and uh, we're going we're gonna to pick his brain a little bit because he's got a lot to offer the, uh, the industry. It's funny. You know when uh, you know, our our, our queen boss lady gets excited you know it's going to be good <laughs> yeah no <laughs> doubt uh tony's referring to miss katie may who uh, who's the unseen third wheel of this uh of this uh you know th- i don't know she's third wheel i don't know she's like the first wheel for us honestly right. you know yeah. she's the boss so yeah so uh yeah katie came over to us and she was really excited and she was like yeah this guy's got a lot so i can't wait to get into it yeah and we want to thank premiere because premiere made the uh introduction yeah yeah big thank you to miss rachel brill who reached out to me and said hey would you have Philip on today? We're like, absolutely. Yep. So, you ready? Let's do it. So, today we have a Philip Rosado on. Did I get it? Did I get it, Philip? Yeah, yeah. Rosado? You it okay. out of the park. Yeah. All right, awesome. <laughs> oh, so, today, yeah, lucky for... I slipped. <laughs> you lucky I slipped. Stop slipping, dog. Look over your shoulder. Look over your shoulder. So, today we have Philip Rosado on. And, um, you know, Philip is. Uh, I, I always hate to say, like, motivational or inspirational right. or what. I, I want to call it our friend Jen Plank, a motivational speaker. And she yelled at me. She's like, it's not motivation, it's inspiration. So, it's just like. It's just semantics, right? It's just yeah. semantics. Yeah. So, or you call it elevation. Yeah. Elevation. Yeah. I like that. Elevation. Yeah. So, Mr. Philip Rosado, hi. Hi, welcome hi. to your day off, man. Yes. Thank you guys for having me. It's an honor to 
be here. Uh, like you guys said, it's really great to see everybody at the show. Uh, I've been, I'm, uh, I live here in Orlando, Florida, so mm -hmm. I've been coming to the show as a kid. I was like 18, 19, so right. to see it at this level uh, and to be a presenter here is amazing. It's a such a good pinnacle, one of the pinnacles in my career. <clears throat> you kind of, you want to check, check off market, boxes, yeah. you know, and that was one of the things because I've been a, I've been in education for a really long time, um, and uh, I've been here many, many, many years under so are, are you different brands. Here? Yeah, are you, I'm, I'm originally from New York. Mm -hmm. uh, I moved here when I was like 13, 14, and then just uh, stayed here. You from upstate then. or like Manhattan? Beacon, New York. Beacon? Beacon? Yeah, up 45 minutes from the city. Train oh, ride word. is really cool. I love and it's, it's, it's a commuter town? town? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And so, your family just retired here or moved here? Or? Well, yeah, my uh, my dad couldn't, he had to move away from New York because he couldn't, he had asthma issues. And so they basically retired him. Then my mom got a job and then we just all relocated, basically. That's cool. Yep. So. Weird. You have siblings? Yeah, I'm the youngest of four. So. Uh, oh, I know what your siblings are saying about you. Sisters and then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was just, I just finished a class and I just, and my sister was there and she's one of the main reasons why I'm even doing hair. So it was really cool to see her um, here with me as uh, supporting me um, mm -hmm. also. But she was the one that brought me into this, this world kind of uh, as a kind of a, a sidekick to her because she was a model for Paul Mitchell back in the day. So I was just hanging out with her, and they like, hey, can you want a model? So I was like, what is that? And so <laughs> uh, they threw me on stage, and it was uh, Robert Cromans before oh, he was. Stop. Yeah, before he was uh, what he was, he wore, like, regular three-piece suits and shit. So it was really funny to get cut by him and then um, being introduced to that whole world by her. She was here. And then when I started um, educating, I was with Tony and Guy. And when I was on stage, one of my first times on stage, she was here. And then now, I've, as a presenter on my own name, my own brand, she's here, so it was cool. Shout out to Abby Rosado wow. and and uh, to making that happen, mainly for my career. Because I was going to ask you, yeah. you said you know when you came here when you were eighteen years old. I'm like, yeah. did you always wanted to be a hairdresser? No, never, never. <laughs> Actually, I, I you know growing up uh, and I always played sports and I was very active and um, and in the community. And stuff, but I I didn't know what I w wanted to do. But I was like one of those kids that would uh, buy a bag of blow pops and sell them for like 50 cents, you know? Oh, the Jolly Rancher kid. <laughs> yeah, You're the yeah, Jolly yeah. Rancher kid. I would sell, uh, make a lot of money out. So I always knew that there was some type of element of business that I would do. I just didn't know what kind of business. Um, then I would work at Wendy's or supermarkets and get paid $3 an hour. But right. I would cut my buddy's hair and he would give me $5. And I was like, and you're well, like, that only took 40 minutes. <laughs> yeah, that only took like 45 <laughs> minutes. I made five bucks. And he tipped me. Two dollars, I can go and get a you know happy meal somewhere. So, I just saw that and I was like, well, maybe I'll do that. And then my mom would kind of push me to do that because she didn't want me to be like my deadbeat brother, you know. So, right. she's like, you're not going to be like him. So you're going to do something. I don't care what it is, even if it's doing hair, do hair or whatever. Because she saw me kind of cutting my buddy's hair in the garage, and that's how it started. That's um, dope. Yeah, man. so it was cool. So it just kind of my sister bridged the gap when she took me to the premiere show, and mm -hmm. then I I saw these dudes. I'm like, oh my god, these guys are amazing. These are like rock stars, and then right. like they're they're wild and crazy, but then they're they're beautiful women. And I was like, I was just fascinated by it. I, oh, I to be honest, I never thought 
I, I would be at the level I'm at where I'm at now, but it's really a beautiful experience and journey. So looking back, especially at as it, a young, eighteen young uh, year old young man, and yeah. you're in this environment, you're like, it's, yeah, it's bananas. Whoa. Yeah, it's well, overwhelming. It's funny he was like the rock stars, and like the guy that cut his hair is like the biggest the rock legend. star in the industry. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, and I had no idea. And, and back then, it, it was very different world too. But even he morphed into another level too, you know? Yeah, and yeah, yeah. So I always kind of looked at that and I was like, man, these guys can do it. I can do it too. And I kind of took off and went the education route at a very young age. That's pretty dope. Yeah. Man. Did you go to hair school or did you do like I went, went to a vocational school. So I did high school, went to junior college for a semester. I hated it. And then just I decided, or I was fighting, like listening to what my mom was telling me. Right. <laughs> so I ended up going to a, a, just a Orlando Votech. Yeah. Wow. How is a Votech different than a school? Do you guys know? Well, Votech is, is vocational. So anything, they, they'll they do uh, a lot of just different. Uh, is it like a bunch of different Votech yes. schools? Like like it, you're doing hair next to like a car mechanic kind yes, of thing? Yes, exactly. Got it. Yeah. Like so a community it's all college type. Yes, but yeah. it's for all vocations. Yeah, different. So, um, yeah, exactly. It's nuts and bolts are there. Uh, software programming. It's <laughs> different things. bolts and hair color. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's all the same building. So, <laughs> so I just went to a vocational vocational school, um, and then I just I did a lot of uh, external training after that, and then fell into the education world and just fell in love with it. And That's amazing. Once I landed on the Tony and Guy team, I was just blown away. That's who did, awesome. Who did you start your uh, educa- uh, your with education with? It was Tony and Guy. Yeah, Tony and Guy is how I, I, I kind of went up the ranks with them as an ambassador, and then I regional educational director, then kind of international artist, and mm-hmm. kind of kept on going and took a break and then jumped with, uh, I'm with L'Oreal Professional now, oh, so nice. I've been with them over 10 years, and big props to them because they've really opened up this world where, you know, I'm, I'm presenting now kind of like in a mental health space, mm-hmm. um, uh, some call it motivational, inspirational. Uh, I call it uh, like personal development. <laughs> so, I like that. Yeah, yeah, um, But it's all relative and, and it's a special thing. And they were great at supporting us because I'm a, I'm a cutter by design and L'Oreal is a color brand, right? So it's right. kind of random that, you know, they have a... Wait a second, you're a, a cutter and you're Tony and Guy? Who would have thought that? With L'Oreal, right? So <laughs> right. L'Oreal, they're known as a color company. So once in a while, you know, they'll, they're... Um, we have a group of elite cutters, but we're not necessarily known for that. So they, you know, a few years back, they kind of pushed um, some of the business guys to kind of develop something. I developed this little thing called the Reset, and um, it's just been taken off. I, d- I started in 2017, 18, launched it to my team, um, and then uh, L'Oreal said, yeah, go for it, teach it in the field, and it's right. been like their number one uh, requested class in America in the past, really? yeah, a year or two. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Is this brutal? Because it's I'm the what, what I talk about is shit that nobody talks about. <laughs> you know, I, if I go into a, a hair school, they will have no attendance. <laughs> <You know why? laughs> because I I am very realistic on what happens to. I'm all about protecting the, the stylist's happiness. So that's my space now. So for me, I discovered a, a formula of. How can I create a perfect, like, there's no such thing as a perfect clientele, right? But there's a, cer- there's a certainty of uh, creating what your happiness looks like. And if you can figure out a way to in- bridge those gaps of how, what makes you happy, but then making sure that when you're behind the chair, you're always 
living in that space, mm-hmm. ultimately your team is going to run on a higher performance, like a higher level with each other, with their clients. So sales go up, retail sales go up. So everything well, kind of encompasses this. What inspired you to, to develop something like this? Dude, you know, I am always, uh, I get inspired. I love personal development programs like Tony Robbins, Gary Vee. Uh, I do a lot of um, studying, a lot of books and Jim Rome, just all kinds of stuff that I, I just, it just kind of feeds my brain, which I call hamster. So my, my hamster feeds off of this energy of just, just, um, thinking a little bit different. I know, I think I've always thought a little bit different. Um, and I just, I, I was coming home one day from one of those events and I was just really inspired and motivated and my wife was taking notes and I was just taking, I was just saying stuff and she, I didn't know by the time we got home, she's like, here's the class that you just created. And I went back and I was like, oh, my God, this is kind of crazy. It's all there. It's all there. Right. And she wrote it. Thank God she wrote it because then that ga- that was the foundation to what the reset's all about today, which is really cool. And it's uh, it's uh, I get goosebumps talking about it because I'm really passionate that because what I speak on, nobody's talking about it. It falls into mental health, but um, it, with the show. But for me, it's beyond it's more important than that. And, um, just well, you keep saying what you speak on, what do you speak on? Let, let's speak get into it. it. The pure is just what makes you happy. How can you, and I help you discover your happiness and I also help you protect your energy. So your energy, like, and you guys are behind the chair. So, right. So for example, I'll do it with you. Cause I'll sure. Let, like, I'm going to shift your energy for a second. If that's okay. Right. Yeah, that's right. So think of your least favorite client. Currently. Yes. Or ever. It doesn't have to be currently, but does one name pop up? Sure. Right. Immediately, right? Yep. You too, right? So now, what does that make you feel when you think of that person? Dread. Bingo. What else? Right. Like, I. I want to call in sick. <laughs> <laughs> you want to throw up inside. Yeah, yeah. The butterfly start getting the red flag starts happening and all that. Right. So that's your body telling you that, you know, something's not right. So I preach fire them. I'm like, get rid of them fast. Get rid of And now there's a difference in either if it's your discipline that you're struggling in or mm-hmm. is it this person that's, that's combating you and, and probing you in a different level. Right. So what happens is I discovered and it worked with me. I fired, I would go into my day sheet because I wanted to create a class that was going to really inspire, but change my team's perspective on stuff and really help their personal life and their professional life. Right. Like I was, I'm a cutter by trade, but like I, I, I kind of got exhausted, if you will, of like teaching just yes, Bobs. <laughs> like everybody can do a damn Bob now. You go on YouTube. Who is this Bob guy yeah, anyway? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, who is the Bob? So like if I want, how am I, can, how can I, or I can teach you how to cut a Bob. But more importantly, are you happy? And if you're not happy, how can I remind you of when you were happy? And if I can get you into that space, you're going to deliver a better performance behind the chair. Then, and then you'll start feeling so much better. And it was just a, a big discovery for me. And I did it on myself first, and I taught my team. And then I, it just started growing and growing, and it's been crazy. I had a room full of beautiful attendees just now, and um. It's just awesome because the discovery is when I went to my salon, I saw one name. And then finally, I discovered that not all the time you have to reset in between clients. So that was the original mindset. Mm -hmm. Before my next client, I have to reset myself. And so I was asked one time, do you reset in between every client? And I was like, no, I actually don't. 
And I was like, I realized I, what happened was I had killer clients over, I've been doing hair since 92. So years and years, year long clients. So I started discovering, all right, why are these people with me so long for one, mm-hmm. which is number one connection, right? And then, and then number two is the execution of those stuff. Number three is consistency. So all three elements, they're career long clients, right? Thousands and thousands of dollars later, whatever. Some of them are my best friends. So I would go in and I would say, you know, everybody's cool. Everybody's cool. But one day I went in and I was like, shit, see Michael Williams is in today. I'm like, oh man. And he was not like, not that it was when I was younger, he was given to me. And the crazy thing that just happened at the show just now, Mm -hmm. I always talk about him in most of my reset programs because that's, he's a foundational part of it. But actually how I got him, the manager at the time just was in the class. Stop. (laughs) I can't, it's crazy. And I talk about her and him all the time. Her name was Cindy Smith, and she was, it was cool to see her. I'm like, oh, my God. It was like, it, it, it's crazy to think, and I always believe that universe gives you what you need, not what you want. And I, I was coming in today not knowing what to expect, if there's one person going to be there, two people, right. or what, but I had to be prepared for a lot. But I was not prepared to see her. <laughs> right, like, right, oh, my right, God. Right. I lost my marbles. <laughs> like, like, wait a minute. Uh, Cindy. And so it was cool because I told the story. And I had her incorporate her version of it. Oh, that's You know dope. what I'm saying? Because I, yeah. I she was the one. She, I always tell that story, that conversation she had. And I was a young stylist back then. It was in the 90s, 98. And, and uh, <laughs> she said, I remember that story. He said, Michael, he made everybody cry. So uh, you were the new, you were the newest guy. So it was your turn. <laughs> I was like, Fuck. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, that's awesome. So, so I got him, but then he actually liked what I did. So, and so, for, uh, you know, obviously as a cutter and a discipline cutter at that, you can handle pretty much anything, right? So it's not, I wasn't necessarily worried about that, but what I discovered that he would, uh, as I grew as a stylist, obviously your, your, your book or your time gets tight, right. but he would be like one of those guys that nitpick or that takes an hour and a half where it really should be, it's like 15 minutes. Like right, why am right. I, 20 minutes is the most. I should have 10 minutes to eat my donut. You know, <laughs> why am I <laughs> taking an hour and a half for this guy? So years would go by. And then I realized that I was connecting. Uh, I was, I had discovered that I was connecting my success to a financial success and I had lost what was making me happy. And so I was like, all right. And I knew oh, if I fire this dude, I'm going to lose him, his kids, his wife, his sisters, his, all these people. And there was a financial component to my happiness. So I was like, once I discovered, you know, if I fire him, I'm not going to ever go into my salon and look at my day sheet and see anybody's name that's going to destroy my happiness or made me go sideways. Right. If I worked out at the gym and I came in, and I saw him, I'd be like, fuck. And then what? What? So I didn't want to have that feeling anymore. But let me ask you this, though. So let's say let's say Michael's your worst client. Right. Right. But let's say Michael's sister's your best client. Correct. His wife was amazing. My one of my favorites. But I knew that if I fired him, I would lose all of that. And not to mention the financial component. Right. 20 plus years later, that's a lot of money. 
<laughs> you no, know? yeah. So, I, but when I was younger, you didn't. I didn't care. I did nails. I do pedicures. I wax eyebrows. I did anything because broke don't look good on me. So I was right. like, I need to hustle. Yeah. Right. Dude, my my feet are kind of hurting. Yeah, you know, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My <laughs> feet are up after the podcast. Yeah, and I and like, had a bowl of uh, Jolly Ranchers <laughs> for fifty cents. <laughs> on, on, you know, exactly. <laughs> Blow pops a dollar. <laughs> Uh, I just kind of, you know, that's kind of how it started. And then I always mentioned the dude and then the, the manager that did that. She was here today. So that was a while. But factor. you're saying, okay, you, so you're saying get rid of them, get rid well, of them, fire them. Mm-hmm. Do you teach them how to do that? Because yeah. it's not easy. Okay. Yes, I do talk about that because it's all about just a conversation. But here's the other twist of that. I you saw when I asked them, think of your least favorite client. They switched their energy. You saw that? Their energy kind of got a little bit more serious, a little bit more focused. Your centered went a little bit over, tilted, right? Sure, there's no doubt. And I'm going to tilt it back. I think of, <laughs> I want you to think of your favorite client, your top two. Yeah, love them. Yeah. Right? Definitely. Shifting that, that, that is the entire core of what the reset is all about. Being able to recognize your negative and positive clients. And my thing is choke out the negative ones and expand the positive ones. Now, the ones that are your favorites are your favorites. Why? Why are they your favorite? Honestly, so because many you reasons. Have, yeah, I mean, there's a different relationship then. It's not a relationship about like servicing them, but, but over the years, it's been a relationship of like, I mean, honestly, like how the kids doing, I mean, the conversation is completely different and, and you're connecting on a real human level, not in a transactional way. Bingo. The connection. So what I preach is don't just do consultation, do the connection first, then consultation. Cause if you don't, if there's no connection, well, then you're just basically following for the paper. And if you, this is really, cause as stylists, as barbers and hairdressers and all that, we're very emotional beings so we get impacted every single day, and we don't even know it right. by negativity. Because when we wake up, we start thinking negative. There's seventy to 80,000 negative thoughts every day that go through our head. And when I saw that stat, I was like, what the hell? And then they're like, yeah, because your brain is designed to survive. It's not designed to make you happy. Mm. So I was like, shit. When I found that out, I was like, all right, what makes you happy? And then I was like, looking at my clientele base, bingo, the connection. So I preach Connect with your clients first. If there's no connection, we have to shift it on. Now, the connection could be, like I always say, I'm not, like, my name's on the door, and I know people, I live here in Florida. Everybody's moving to Florida, right? They're from L.A., New York. I'm going to go to him. I want my, I do extensions, all that. I don't do extensions. I've been certified three times. It's not my, it's not my thing. It's not my lane. Not your lane. not my lane. So I, I preach Figure out your lanes, right? I have a, are you a 10-lane highway? Are you a three-lane? Whatever it is, that's great, right? There's no, whatever. For me, there's a discovery in, can I do it or won't I do it? So I, I can do it. It just doesn't make me happy. So I refer out, say, Heather, if I cut her arm, extensions pop out. She loves it. So, Sally, you want extensions? I know I'm the owner. If I do your extensions, you're going to hate it. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't make me a shitty hairdresser. Mm-mm. But a lot of the, we are so emotional that we can, it can cripple ourselves with the little voice that I call the hamster that's drilling us. Yeah. Right? Because, oh, you, this person is from L.A., so there's a standard of expectation. You know L.A.'s. 
stylists and their hair always look good, right? right so right, right. You, we're in Orlando, so how you're like, oh, we're a BC market, they're A market. You start thinking, oh, so all these negative thoughts, and none of that shit's real. So you have the conversation and say, hey, Sally, you know, I know you just got hair from LA and you love extensions. And however, I don't necessarily love doing extensions. If you're honest with your guests, mm-hmm. you can save them. <laughs> and save your own re- Yelp reviews or bad shit, right? Right. You can actually save them by saying, hey, Heather, I actually can cut the extensions perfectly blue. I do want to service that. However, if you want to retain them, you know, move them over. So that's a discipline avenue, right? So We've that's been doing that our whole career because I, all I do is cut and all he does is color. So really? I've, I've always given out my color clients to him, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, so vice, and vice versa. That's because yeah. that's, that, that's you guys are... Saving your your happiness, you're staying in your lane. You discovered it, and then you're masters of it. But you know, I mean, listen, it's really easy to say this when you have a full book, mm-hmm. right? And it's really easy to say this, like like you can start to like manifest manifest that word, mm-hmm. manifest this happiness. You know, when you have a full book. But you know, when rents due at the end of the month, <laughs> anything, yeah, and, and, and miss and miss never happy mm-hmm. inner shoes comes in. I mean, then you know, you you're, you're, think, you're thinking more rent than you're thinking like you got to go. You do, you do, and I do believe it. And the reason why I feel that I'm primed for this and I can speak to it because I've done all of it and I've seen it. And I also, I, I, this was before 2020. I gave the power to my entire team to fire. Only if they and nobody fired you. That's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> like, I fire myself every two minutes. You know what I mean. So, but the thing is, this was pre-pandemic and all that, and I still preach it even during the pandemic. And everybody's like, "Oh, their clients are going to." I my I'm I'm so passionate about making sure my people are happy that I know that if they get a couple bad people, it would ruin. It would probably kill their career, kill their confidence, kill right. all this. So this is only what my experience that I do, and I've seen all of it. I've seen what broke looks like. I've seen what, to your point, I'm renting to do. I got to do whatever I got to do. That only tells me, I, A, I can't work a two-hour shift. <laughs> I need to work a 12-hour shift. Right. You know what I mean? You can't, you can't, I'm cut from those days. Right. I didn't, you know, pre-YouTube, pre-social media. Shit, I can't, I think I was born, I graduated in 92, hair in 93, so pre-internet shit that's so, us yeah we, we're 92 93 right yep. yeah. Yeah, yeah so we started the same year so we i i know shit i was there 12 hours a day doing one client so yeah. for me the networking was a different mindset back then too to your point rents due so i had multiple jobs so i just didn't and you know, I, on one of my podcasts i did talk about that is like you have to have multiple jobs when you're doing this business we can't just like in and i think Hair schools sometimes do the style as injustice by preaching, oh, look at Philip. He drives a Range Rover and a Porsche, and he has this, and he has that. Yeah, but <laughs> nobody saw the freaking, third, you know, 20-plus years I put in We in talk the about dirt. that all the time. And I had a Honda Accord for 17 years. Yeah. Nobody sees that, you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> so it, it's a they preach all oh, this gloss over here, but they don't preach how the dirt was and how – he got so dirty to get to this space, and then that got you here. But to your point, when rents do, things are always like universe gives you what you need, not what you want, right? So it will happen. And I, and I remember one of my stylists, I always told her because she was struggling with like um, daycare and this and that. I'm like, don't focus and don't worry about the money. I need you to trust me. The money will be there. And I looked dead in her eyes and I told her, don't, you don't stress about it. Don't worry about the money. Worry about your craft. Focus. And then 
She's one of my top stylists now within wow. a year. And, at, right. and yeah, I would love that conversation with her because I, she was so dead focused on, I'm not making this, I'm not doing this. I'm like, shift your focus, you know, change your mind, change your focus, change your life. And, and your clients, they feel that. They pick up yeah. on it. They pick on pick up, you know, whether you, you're giving out positive energy, exciting, you know what I mean? And uh, versus if you're like, oh, you know, let's, let's get it over with. Yeah, but to you guys' point, like the connection mm-hmm. is why – your clients are your favorite clients. Not, not, not to mention, they'll probably give you tickets to a ball game. They'll bring you Starbucks. <laughs> they bring you wine. Yeah. Bring, you know, nice tips. Or they right. take you out for dinners and pay for a $1,000 dinner. You know, that's, yeah. a, that's just the after cherry on the top. Right. Truly, you have a, a connection or a bond that you created with them. And my thing is, if you do that, that can happen 10 times over. You just, a lot of us don't realize it because we're so stuck in the – the, the bad negative clients, because that usually strikes our energy and takes our energy. So I go and I'm, I'm combating that. It's yeah, funny. Yeah. You, you really got me to thinking when you said thinking you're a negative client. Even if my negative client What's her name? Or, uh, <laughs> was at the end of my day. Dude. You know, and I can have all my favorite clients before all day that. Long. And it, my energy is totally different. Bingo. Yeah. The For the entire day. weekend. The, yeah. yeah. And that's not fair to us as oh. stylists. It's completely not fair. Yeah. And that's where I come in and say, you know what? Is it, is that, how is that suiting my life right now? I, I mean, I can do Tony like one better. It's like if, if I come in on Wednesday and I see the client on Friday, from Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. I got to get through six o'clock on Friday, Friday. on Wednesday morning. Yes. Yeah. And we all are. Pre- so my thing is when you discover those moments, that's when you say, okay, maybe I need to, you know, I, they were great when I had zero clients, but now that my time is extremely valuable, maybe I can give them to my new apprentice or kind of take them off like that. And then you start uh, pulling. Oh, Cindy. do like what you did. Yeah, exactly. Paul Cindy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who's the new kid? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. New kids on the block. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of, it's funny. I used to do the, their hair. Um, LFO. Those guys, but it's just crazy that, um, I mean, it, it, my thing is I really do believe, and I'm really passionate that when you just start discovering that little swing and you start looking at your client base and you start saying, okay, why are they my favorites? Mm-hmm. Why are these my negative, least favorites? Right. And then you start wiping out the least ones and then you realize, oh my God, now I can develop a perfect clientele and I'm always excited to do what I do. And then you're going to, you thought you did good hair before you wipe the negative ones out. You're, you're shooting, you're shooting on a different level. Right. But so I have a list of positive and negative clients, but how, but what are you, how do you coach to get rid of those negative clients? It's not easy. I mean, there's, you know, people, you're, you're already distract or, you know, distressed of just doing their hair. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, you got to tell them, I don't want to do your hair. That, yeah, that takes yeah. it. Up I to don't another. like you. Yeah. Well, a lot of it is, you know, it's a lot of, it's a, I always say it's a conversation. Nothing, everything can be solved within a conversation. And then if it's a pure, authentic, honest conversation, nothing can stop you. You know, Michael, I'm so sorry. You're no longer able to get service in my salon. Um, I no longer have joy or passion cutting your hair. And, you know, unfortunately, I'm not going to allow you to do uh, have any more appointments moving forward with me or my entire team. And then what happened was I didn't know this, the aftershock of it, 
everybody was elated, so excited. Oh, my God, the front desk were coming up to me. Oh, my God, that's so amazing. And I'm thinking, what did he do to you? And I'm hearing all these stories that he did to them. Right. And the assistants were coming up. Oh, my God, I can't believe it. I'm so happy. It makes me, what, what did he do to you? And then I didn't know that he was infecting and making everybody else's mind shift. I thought it was, he was just, you know, shitting on me. <laughs> right. right. Like crapping on everybody right. with this this negative, like, power that he had and the energy. And I was like, shit. And it, it was like a light bulb moment. If I protect my entire team, right, of all these awesome human beings from one bad apple, the the solution was getting rid of the apple. And a lot of people say, all right, I got all these damn people are negative. No, they're negative because this ding dong is making them negative. <laughs> this ding dong. <laughs> yeah. You know what I you mean? You know, I'm, I'm going to shout my boy out here because um, I remember it's been a lot of years, but um, he had a client that, that you know, was, was a drag on him and hitting on him and hitting on him. And, like, and it, same thing, he was like, I got to fire her, but I can't fire her. Right. And then she was rude to our receptionist and Mr. Protector over here had to yeah. take her down. Yeah. She's and still a client, though, isn't she? Is she? No, not a, no, no. I think I think what happened. Here's what happened. It opened up the conversation. Yeah. And then and then and then now she has different parameters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I gave her I gave her a, an option because I mean she, she, yeah I gave her an option saying either you're going to be this way when you're in here, or you cannot come in at all. And she totally changed her her demeanor. Abs- all yeah. and that's all. Sometimes it's all a conversation. Yeah. So what stopped you doing? that before i don't know I, it just it was something i wanted to protect my, yeah my, my friends my family my my you know what i mean my staff wh- whatever well a lot of it you could handle it yeah so you created this 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 wall the structure right. that she was like like pounding, pounding. you can handle it but yeah. when you saw her do that to one of your team members you yeah. said oh hell no yeah. Well, this is where it stopped. That com- that whole thing switched. Yeah. Right? You were able to protect yourself. Well, we forget these people are coming in and they're affecting everybody else. Right. So by snapping that snapshot and say, okay, wait, have that conversation like you did that was o- awesome and authentic and super real. And then their energy shifts yeah. because maybe they're just not aware of it. And yeah. you were the one to make them aware of it. But most of the time, people or hairstylists we're um, sensitive, and we talk ourselves out of having that conversation. Sure. And all it is is just a conversation and just an honest conversation. Say, Sally, what, I, every time you come in here, you're extremely negative, and I'm trying to create a positive environment. Um, unfortunately, is there a cert- something I can help you with? But I, I'm not going to allow you to come back anymore if you keep treating Sarah like this and me like this because it, it really, you know, you know what I mean? That When you have such a raw, authentic they can't come back at you for nothing, you know, because we're old school. So we, we built like, we're like, you know, callous to all these things. Right. Mm-hmm. But these our idea now as leaders and as protectors or mentors of our team is protecting them from people that can hinder them. And today's market, these kids are very fragile, right? They're very sensitive. They don't, you know, so the whole mental health thing is a big deal and we have to protect it. But, but what I love what you're doing with your staff, not a lot of salon owners. They a lot of not. salon owners, they see money. They see dollar signs. You're gonna, yeah. And so, you know, as a young stylist, you're going to, mm-hmm. whether it's you're happy or not, you got to make that money. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Ivan, yeah. Ivan Zoot has a, he has a, he has a, a, 
uh, on June first is Raise Your Price Day, mm-hmm. right? Maybe we should have like what's that movie where you're, you're allowed to kill somebody all night long? Oh, Purge. 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 <laughs> maybe, maybe we need to have like July first being Purge, Purge Day, like Purge Day. Purge Day. Yeah, that's a great idea. I never thought you about got that. it. Go ahead. That's a great you, idea. You can own it. All right. Perfect. <laughs> hey, are, are 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 you said that you weren't prepared for what's her name Cindy to come in Cindy, the class? Yeah. So you weren't prepared for. Are you are you prepared for when Michael comes in your class? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'll thank him because I've made a lot of money <laughs> off of him. <laughs> I'll thank him so Post much, Michael. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that's a, that's the thing that's insane. I was n- super nervous and had put a financial number on him, knowing right. that I would lose him and his entire family. Switching that around, I'm writing a book. The book's coming out. I'm pushing this thing, and this has made me a sh- way more money right. than he would have made me in a year. All right, real right. question, though. Did you lose his family? Yeah, all of them. Uh, all, all of them. It. The sisters, the wife, the kids. But how, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to stay real. I'm yeah. going to stay real here. So here you are. You're, 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 you're teaching this. Yeah. So as a, a stylist or a young stylist, I go back to my salon, which my salon owner is – money motivated right how do how how do i do this and have the conversation with my salon owner uh and still keep my job it's really simple it's all about being honest but you have to be honest with yourself and say hey i'm like if i'm the student or i'm the level one stylist or new stylist and and i go to the owner i'll say you know i don't feel comfortable working on this person's hair because they make me feel uncomfortable. And then it's not, it's making me not able to do my work where it's almost like if I'm cutting hair with two left hands or two right hands, or you, I don't even know my lines and sections. I can't think I'm not, you know, and, and, and it's up to the owner to identify it, but it, it, or having that line of open communication with the team. There's so I always say like I, this is I only speak from the experience that I preach on my brand and my team. Sure, I'm the king of my kingdom, right? You're the king of your kingdom. I always you're the queen of your. You know, I always say that like this is kind of what, and I only do it out of sharing my experiences and all seeing the results. <laughs> and, so, right. and I'm like, holy shit, this is really working. You, I want you to do it because I want everybody to be successful. Like right. it doesn't. I don't really care if like <laughs> if. If you I don't really care teach, about your kingdom, but he can tell you about his. Yeah. yeah Do with I mean, it what you will. Yeah, exactly. So uh, for me, I'm always say have open communication with your team. Not, not, I'm not talking about like open, not like open door because we're busy and all that. But it, the, it's just a raw, honest conversation. And then as an owner, say, okay, is it, is it the technique that's bothering you? Do we need to give you more education? Or is it, where is it driving? You know what I mean? That's a discovery. Yeah. You know, if it's education, all right. I discovered recently, I'm doing my one-on-ones with my team, that half of them don't like doing men's haircuts. And I'm thinking, when I first came out of hair that's school. Because you, that's because Michael went to each one of their chairs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably affected us with it. You know, so, so um, I, you know, they don't, they don't do freaking, uh, you know, uh, Men's haircut. So I, we had a look at that, and that was a big discovery that I needed to teach more cutting men's focus, you know, uh, and that's what we're doing now. But it was a discovery that I had to have with them, and I was like, well, it, there's a certain point in your career where you can um, make a lot of decisions of, say, okay, I went from a 20-lane highway to, like, a 3 you can't right. do that in the beginning. You know, right. you have to really learn all of the disciplines and then navigate. Because you, if you imagine if you, you lose the opportunity of doing men's haircut, and you don't get Backstreet Boys, 
or you don't get Rob right. Lowe. You don't get to do all these cool guys. Right. <laughs> like you're losing an opportunity of opportunities. You know what I mean? And um, well, I'll tell you my biggest regret as a hairdresser is not not looking down all those lanes when I did it. Mm-hmm. Like I niched myself so early as a colorist mm-hmm. that there's so much of the industry that I, th- that, that I missed out on. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, like, like right now I would love the opposite of you. I would love to do extensions, mm-hmm. but I have no idea even how to hold shears. Yeah. So how do I finish off like an extension thing? Mm-hmm. And it's not like I can send them to, to Tony or anything because it could be a four hour appointment. It could be a five hour appointment. You don't know to your end. So I right. can't like jack his book up all day for right. me. Right. Right. You know, but so. yeah, it's great to your point, and I just always speak on that. The experience is this. My biggest regret is this, mm-hmm. and I don't want you to do that. Right. So I need to protect you and allow you to discover as many lanes as you can, so we can kind of start narrowing them down. Once you're fully booked, then we can kind of really narrow stuff down. Sure. But if you ain't fully booked, then we have to discover as many. Those are the branches. hustle years. Yeah, hustle years. Yeah. 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 But it so, must be awesome when you go to when you go to the shop. And everybody is happy. Everybody Dude, and, is excited. And that was the discovery, which I did not even anticipate. When I, I talk about this a lot, when you go to my shop, and it's the do salon here in Orlando, everybody, like, the energy is always cool. Not, it's not the prettiest salon. It's not the perfect, we're not a perfect running salon. By all means, I, we're, we have a lot. <laughs> People leave us, they, all this shit, right? We're just normal, like a normal in our industry. However, the clients, when they come in, they always say, oh, I love the vibe here. I love the energy. Yeah. And the vibe is energy is what? Our people. Yeah. Yeah. If we, if we, it's my job to protect that energy and that vibe of that space. And what we need more now, more than ever, after, especially after 2020, is what? Connection. Right. And positive energy. No bad shit. So for me, in my salon, when you go in there, yeah, it's nice and it's clean. Aesthetically, it's minimal, it's cool. But the energy is way more important. You know what I mean? So when you go in there, nobody feels like, man, this just to feel like, you know. And if they do, if I feel like that sh- energy is shifting, then I'll change music or have start having conversations with people. Because as stylists, we're all empaths. We all, we all have this certain energy. We can relate to somebody by seeing them. Like, and you know if somebody's sad or depressed or, you know, you know, giving a coffee can really light somebody's day. But, you know, hugs are free. Right. You know, and give a, a smile. They're free. That's very infectious, too. So, Phil, let me ask you this. So, you know, you're preaching about, like, like reset with your clients and, like, getting really unhappy. What happens and, and how much grace do you have with your staff? Grace? Meaning, <clears throat> meaning like, like, some of us have bad days and then mm-hmm. some of us are just bad days. Yeah. You know, so, so I how know, much? I, I love to acknowledge that. I love to just speak to it. And um, give them space, they need space. It's just always a conversation. And the funny thing is, I used, I was working like six days a week, then five, then four. I'm, I'm behind the chair two days a week. Now I'm trying to go one day a month. <laughs> right? I just, I just love it. You know, I love it so much that I can't. I can't stop. And my clientele runs so deep and they're so great. Now I'm dealing with the top 1% of what I want to deal with, you know. And it's right. such an amazing experience for me. Um that I don't want to give it up, but you know, I know, you know, at some point I have to pivot, but you know, I always, I'm just raw and real with everybody. I'm like, you good, you good today. You're not feeling good. I get it. You know, what, what can I do to help support you? But if you have a new hire and like, you know, three or four months in, you're just like, Oh, this is just like an EOR personality. Right. You know, they, 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 um, the great thing about once you establish your culture really well, they absorb themselves out. 
usually absorb within, themselves uh, out. Yeah, they they don't. that might be the title of this podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> within I would say four to eight weeks, they're out. Mm. And so there's never a there's always a connection, but we don't go that deep. I call it like a surface connection. Right. Once we go to scuba diving, then it's and a does your level. does your does your team help absorb them out? Yeah, they naturally do, and it's not we. It's a it's an interesting dynamic because I always kind of we have a cast of characters, you know. I always like to say I'm a ringleader in a circus, you know. And these, <laughs> but right. uh, we have vast characters, and I love underdogs. I love like uh, all these you know human beings that we have on our team, and we have a little bit of everything, and it, I it, it it's it's an amazing space to kind of be there. Because it's like you have to go through that boot camp phase of, you know, the first four to eight weeks. If you pass it, then then you're in. And then when you're right. in, I'm going to shove so much education down your throat. You're going to be the best damn hairstylist you think you ever can be. You know what I mean? That's my number one goal. But you that you got to pass boot camp. Right. I'm not going <laughs> to fuck with you if you're not going right. to be serious about this. Right, right, if right. you're serious, I'm I'm all in. So this is Navy SEAL budge training. Exactly. I always say I'm a Navy SEAL. When I Don't teach, say that. No, I, no, you're correct. But I always like to compare <laughs> when I go fly in and I go because beyond the road, I've seen a lot of different things. And usually I would go into heavy hitting salons, major salons, New York City, Madison Avenue, yeah. all the, you know, 100 people salons. And I'm going in. And these hairdressers, I'm a kid from Orlando. They're like sitting there with their machine guns looking at me. Yeah, you try to teach me something. What What do you got? <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Right. And I'm like, so I, I always say I fly in super late and I'm out within 24 hours. Like, And and when I leave, I, I've impacted as many things as I can, hopefully in a positive way. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of bizarre, but it's just a. Uh, a new passion I have for this, and and, and in this and this industry is so vast, and we can do so much, right? And when you do as long, I'm nearing 30 years doing what I do, but to have the, um, uh, I guess the the success that I'm having now as an educator, uh, especially on my own name, it's just a different yeah. feeling. Um, well, it's it's not a feeling; it's a responsibility. Yeah, yeah, right, for sure. And I don't take it lightly, and I'm pushing hard. I get I get goosebumps when I talk mm-hmm. about it because I don't I uh, I know that nobody else is talking about this, and if it if it falls on mental health, let it fall there because I know that once the word is out there, then they're gonna be like oh wow like I see this being like in a stadium like I could be in the main stage one day and I'll rock out and I'm it's full like today I thought I was like Jack Har- Harlow was gonna be in his <laughs> first concert right. and like two or three people in the audience and then, right. and then he took another picture and he's in a stadium you know i really feel that's my shift right now and it's kind of crazy but it's a, it's a meant to happen i always i've been prepared for this moment i've been preparing for a really long time um and i'm just having a lot of fun i'm really enjoying it you know meeting you guys seeing what you guys are doing you know it's just incredible to connect um and that's, that's the biggest thing is connection right now that's so dope. Yeah, I mean, you you literally uh, you got us uh, uh, shifted in, you know, from negative to positive, and 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 it, I, I saw it now. Now you're gonna make me be thinking about who who I'm gonna uh, fire when you get home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm already I, I, like you already imprinted my brain. That's why. I, what, that's why I asked that question because it you it takes you it takes you there immediately. Right. Right. So who's who's your least favorite client? Then you saw the energy shifted. Yeah, yeah you yeah. guys were like. So, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I went to an old client. I didn't yeah. go to a current client. Yeah. 
yeah. yeah. But it, I, I went to a client that I sent the tone. <laughs> <laughs> you did. We had that conversation <laughs> before we got here, too. Yeah. Yeah. I said, yeah. I did. I said, why did you send her? <laughs> <laughs> Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Yeah. yeah so it, it's kind of one of those things. And, you know, I don't know. I just, just perspective, you know, like. Shit, I'm 48. I didn't, you know, think I thought I would be t- retired by 40 as a kid. Sure. But now what I'm doing now on the perspective of shit, if you really have like certain amount of years on this world, how can I impact the most of it now? And that's why I'm working so hard and pushing this out there as much as possible. Well, it's called can, legacy. Yeah. So, so our listeners, how can you impact or how can they follow you to be impacted? Oh, yeah. philiprosado.com uh, is P-H-I-L-L-I-P, Rosado, R-O-S-A-D-O.com. A lot of my content lives there. I actually created uh, the Reset program, uh, kind of like a master class right. um, where people can go and either, yes, and it's actually promotional sale this week. I, ha- <laughs> I took, kind of took this from Grant Cardone, you know who he is? Mm-mm. Uh, he's like... Uh, like Gary Vee or one of those guys. He's oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, But yeah. he's a little bit different. He's more real estate guy. So mm-hmm. he sells his stuff for like, here's $5,000 worth. You can buy it for whatever. So I was like, I started Six doing bucks. that. Yeah. So I was like, oh, that's that's dumb. So I just changed the price for this weekend as, and uh, it's twenty nine ninety nine. You can kind of buy the reset program and you could do it yourself at home at your own time, which is really cool. Or you can just bring me in if you're a L'Oreal salon or LP oh, branded right. salon. Um, yeah, they, yeah. Uh, Priology salons, Mizani, Chumora, um, you know, Kerastase, any L'Oreal brand and stuff, they can bring me in or you can just bring me in on your own, you know. Hey, if I buy the reset um, for twenty nine ninety five, mm-hmm. do, do I get a um, do I get a, a, a Xerox copy of your wife's notes on a napkin? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that'd be worth a lot of money. I don't know. Where I, it's in one of those notebooks. Yeah, right. I, I wish. I wish. But yeah, it's a. It's pretty cool, man. The, the code is get reset, and you'll get it for twenty nine ninety nine, which is cool, you know. And I just throw everything out there. I don't. I don't know, you know. And it, this started a few years back, and I was doing all kinds of stuff. I didn't even know why I was doing. It. I was just doing it. And then when, you know, I, there, I believe there's no such thing as luck. It's where preparation meets opportunity. Mm-hmm. And I've been doing all this stuff, and all of a sudden, you know, like. Oh, got this book thing coming out, and this is in. I'm using all the things that were. <laughs> oh, they have that, and you know, th- you know, it's just kind of crazy how it happened. Opportunity breeds opportunity. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm just really grateful, living in that mindset of being just grateful, and then just kind of continue to just like speak to this. You know, my goal is to get as decent content in front of as many people as possible. That's awesome. And um, I'm grateful that, yeah, Rachel from Premiere hooked it up because yeah, yeah. It, it was kind of, I was sitting there the other day, and I was like, shit, and I've done lives and I've done stuff with Modern Salon and different people, and I know everybody's here, so I'm like, well, why didn't I, you know, think of trying to connect with someone? So when I got Nicole, Nicole hooked me up with Rachel, Rachel hooked me up with you guys. So it was just That's dope. a blessing, you know. Yeah. Definitely. It's our well, blessing. Any, we appreciate any, you. Yeah, anybody who can elevate our industry, uh, we, we want to – connect with so. yeah for sure yeah. yeah i mean it's been great is this uh i just love it so much and there's so much to give back and i think for now like leaving like you were saying that legacy portion of it um i want to give back uh as much as i can to an industry who's giving me so much and i want to try yeah. to move it in a in a little bit more of a better space and i know kind of what i talk about is a little bit negative but it's sh- is a lot of positive is is really it shows well, the you, negative is setting it up. Yes. Right. Yeah. And then and then realizing, okay, this is where we can discover where your happiness lives. Word. And if it lives there, 
bingo, let's just continue to live there. And then you're going to perform at a higher level. Right. You thought you were good before. Your shit's going to be 10 times better because you're just so happy doing it. That's amazing. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mr. Philip yeah, Rosado, yeah. thank you very much. Yeah, Thanks for hanging out with yeah, us, making sure. time for us this weekend. Yeah, thank you. And, you know, thank thank you, you for uh, joining us on your day off. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, share it with friends. Give us a rating and drop a review. To listen to all the latest podcasts, please subscribe from your favorite podcast outlet. And to stay connected on and off the show, you can follow us at Hairdistry on Instagram and all other social media platforms. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time. Peace and love.